Hello, everybody. It's Deb here, back with our Deb Talks. And today we have a very beautiful, interesting guest here with us, Cassie Summers. And uh, Cassie, yay, so nice. Cassie, welcome. Um, thank you so much for joining us here. And uh, Cassie is, she's just an amazing human being. Without me even trying to say what she does, just being in her presence, she's, she's always so bubbly and so happy and so positive and always looking for more possibility. What, with whatever, whenever I speak with her in whatever situation, what can we explore more? Which I really, really love about Cassie. But she is also a certified access consciousness bars facilitator. So she actually um, teaches if you want to become a facilitator, she's your girl. And we're going to put all Cassie's information in this um, at the bottom here in the podcast so you can reach out to her if anything that she says today um you know resonates with you because that's what I like to do with the deb talks on my podcast I like to help people to understand that spirituality can be present in their daily life you don't have to go particularly go sit on a mountain or travel anywhere you know spirituality is part of our daily life and um so access consciousness bars is something uh, amazing like if you want to know more you can reach out and uh uh, get Cassie to help you find out about that. She's also an international speaker. She's traveled to lots and lots of places all over the world. She's the creator of As If By Magic. Oh, I love that. As If By Magic. Like we are all magical, right? Yay! <laughs> she's also a best-selling author. And like I said, she's a lover of possibility. And that's what I personally love about Cassie myself. So um, without you know further ado, I'm going to let her introduce herself to us and tell us a little bit about her journey and perhaps how she stumbled across the access consciousness parts. But most of all, I'd like for Cassie to talk about her money miraculous membership that she's got going on, because I personally have found that it's been amazing from the get-go. I love it myself and I wanted to share that with our listeners so Cassie thank you so much and thank you for having me on here I'm really grateful <laughs> yay so yeah I mean access consciousness is this wonderful world almost um that I stumbled upon I think the universe tricked me and I'm very grateful <laughs> <laughs> It's a trickery. It's, yes. <laughs> it's a yeah. universe. Well, we have to trick our logical mind because that's actually the problem. Is that because we nothing can get through because everything is it's like a sieve. Your logical mind is sieving through things and uh, it doesn't know anything really. It only can know it's from the past. So there needs to be a little trickery so that we can go beyond that. To, to be in the magic. <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, if you want magic, you really do have to be willing to um Go beyond. Let it show up beyond your mind because your mind yes. can't execute it or it wouldn't be magic, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it can't fathom it. That, I mean, magic is is our, actually our existence, but we have to call it magic because the logical mind just it doesn't work, right? Yeah. yeah. You just say it's <laughs> mind, it's magic. And the mind Yeah, goes, and then the mind goes, Yeah, okay, okay, we can accept that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I was uh, eight months pregnant with my um, second baby mm -hmm. and I went through a midwifery clinic. So that's an option rather than going through a physician. Um, and it's, it's not super popular in North America yet, but it's starting to grow. And, but I was just was like, this is what I want my experience to be like. Um mm -hmm. 
And through there, a, a local facilitator was offering free bar sessions and they just, they're like, Hey, do you know anyone who'd want to try this out? And they thought of me right away. And I was like, what is it? And they're like, mm-hmm. we don't really know. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, so- we're going to try it on you and your unborn baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, it sounds kind of weird. I like it. Let's go. And uh, mm. yeah, so I after not everyone has like that profound life changing experience. Um, but I did, mm-hmm. I, it changed my entire life. That one session, I actually had three sessions with her and then I was like, okay, more like, what is this? And, uh, that was about 10 years ago, I guess. So I've been exploring consciousness and access consciousness and creating with these miraculous tools, um, in so many ways. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, so then how did all this, um, you know, money miraculous as if by magic, like how did that unfold for you? Yeah. Great question. <laughs> um, so I grew up pretty low income, poor. Um, yeah. There were times where we just weren't eating. We'd had no food. Uh, we'd go days oh. without eating food. Um, Is that it, for real? Yeah. Like you didn't have a meal? No. We would have like a package of, you know, uh, in Canada, we have these like salty, uh, white crackers, like, um, mm-hmm. and we, so we'd, I would have like three a day, like I could ration okay, and, okay. and yeah. So we just kind of nibble on them. You, and if you nibble really slow, you feel like you've had a meal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I know, I know that there's a lot of, I mean, this happens all over the world where people don't have food and stuff, but, um, in our little area that we live here in North America, there's so many people, um, uh, giving out meals and even like every time every other day I go to the store they collect money you know for the food banks and so I would have thought that there would always be an, a possibility for people to go and get a meal but that right. wasn't in, in your case was, no. there was times where we did um okay you know and then there was my mom was on a disability she couldn't always get everywhere like it's actually set up a lot differently now there's delivery systems there's a lot you okay. know yeah mm. but, but in those years when you were younger it wasn't so yeah, good was, okay yeah wasn't so good and it wasn't such good stuff like that you got we um, get we give now really good stuff yeah yeah like far <laughs> fresh. like I was yeah someone was talking to me the other day and it was I'm like wow that's so incredible that yes. um, that's there for yeah so it and clothing I would have you know my shoes worn down like my socks would be on the concrete like that's mm-hmm. how worn down my shoes were mm. So, so growing up kind of with a lot of weird money stuff, you know, and then, um, uh, so then I become, I start getting a job and I'm working and I'm like money, I was a waitress and money just kind of seemed really easy. So I created this conflictual universe actually in my life. Cause I'm like, why does it seem so easy? But growing up, it was, we didn't have any, Mm. what is that? You know? Mm. And, um, and then I, you know, I get with, um, a partner, there was a lot of financial abuse that my mm. husband did with me. And then, so then that twisted me up again. And then when I split with him, so then my, suddenly it was really hard for me to make money. Mm. Then after a few years of divorce, suddenly it starts to become easy to make money again. And I'm like, what there's, you know, there's something I like, I thought I just need to figure out the formula. Like there's a way mm. to make money. I obviously don't know it. I just need to mm. figure out the right way. And then I'm mm. going to have ease with money. 
What I didn't realize it was all these points of view that I'd bought from this experience and this, and my mom's point of view and my dad's point of view and my auntie's point of view and my grandparents. Yes. And I just collected them as though that was my financial reality. Yeah. So whenever and which I- we all do, right? Like all of us yeah. do that in the childhood. It can be with money or can be with relationships, whatever it is that we see around us. We just take that on. And that's how life becomes. And doesn't matter what we do, even when we get older and we want to have a different point of view, it's almost like we get stuck in that point of view because it's running like without our being aware of it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it drives you. You don't know why, because your logical mind is saying like, it should get better. I want to be better, but the, the, um, I guess the reptilian brain has got his own pattern and it just keeps running on it automatically. Yeah. And you just, just said that so beautifully. It's like, I well, but I'm working more hours while I'm working harder. I learned, I thought that was the formula, work hard, make money. I'm doing the formula. So I wanted yeah. more money. So I worked harder. I had four jobs at one time. How come I don't yeah. have more money? Yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah. 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 It's a really like a, it's a mind thing. It's like, what is going on here? Because I can't get out of this. I want to be out of this, but I can't get out of this. And it's like, if there's anybody listening to this and feeling stuck in the same pattern, it's not your fault because you don't know, like what, until we become aware of that pattern that's running in the background, since we've been like three, four, five, six years old, it's not your fault. So, you know, now that you come to the awareness that, oh, okay, I had that point of view since I was three years old, maybe I can just change that point of view yeah, and then see what happens, right? Instead of trying so hard for the outside to change it, like we actually have to change it. We have to undo what we did <laughs> in this, like, oh, I was helping and protecting myself when I was three, maybe that worked, but not when I'm 30 anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can laugh about it now, but there are some people still stuck in this pattern. If you're stuck in this pattern, reach out. You can reach out to me. You can reach out to Cassie. We're going to help you out with this because it's yeah. kind of simple. <laughs> yeah. And that's, simple. and that's the crazy thing because I tried all the complex things mm. and they work. But then when I actually tried the simple things, I'm like, how that was miraculous. Like that was just yeah. magical, you know, yeah. how that showed up. Yeah. So money has always kind of been, I guess, in a way, like um, close to, to me in that I know how you can use that to determine your value. You can use it to determine, like to judge yourself. Like I used money as one of the greatest weapons against my being of how wrong I was for oh, not can having you explain money. that a little bit. Yeah. So, um, uh, so if you see people around you appearing and here's another thing is that so many people appear to have a money, like ease with money, but in the background, they're actually really stressed about it. Mm, yeah. Like mm. even if they have, like, say they have nice cars or nice homes or whatever, the amount of debt that they've occurred or the massive stress that they experience. To me, money miraculous doesn't mean you have money, but you're stressed all the time. It means mm. that you have peace with money, that yes. you enjoy with money, that you can receive mm. money. Yeah. Mm. So I hear looking at all these people thinking they've got money right and I'm wrong and I'm doing everything I'm told to do and it's still not working, then I must be wrong. Okay. There must be something fundamentally wrong with me. And then I would go to places. Well, maybe I just don't deserve it. Mm. Maybe I'm one of those people that um, will never get out of this. Yeah. I'm not good enough. I'm like, I don't come from the right family. I don't have the right education. Like, it's just not going to happen for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
and that and then any any kind of like financial abuse that might be going on I mean that just they thrive in that playground right Mm-mm. yeah exactly because that's the story again that's been running in the background all the years all the years and whenever you bump up against that kind of reality that you created with your point of view then it just like establishes your point of view further and further right and you get deeper and deeper into that what you don't want to be in it's just bizarre like when you think about how we're trying to to live here (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) I used to used to say before access consciousness I used to say that I was the unluckiest person on the planet Mm. and and your point of view creates your reality so my point of view was I was unlucky so I was unlucky Mm. and I could show someone yeah I'd be like someone would say oh like you're going down to park maybe downtown in a kind of bigger city and they're like oh you'll there's lots of parking on Sunday afternoons and I'd be the only person that couldn't find parking Mm. and I I was just like I had this point of view I'm like I must be cursed I must be like I have a bad luck charm on me you know Mm. and um I actually had so my ex-partner he's uh very like logical and he's like he's like I'm gonna prove to you that you're wrong he goes through science and I'm like, okay. And so he sets up on his um, computer, something where you could, he would randomly pick numbers. Okay. See, I would have to press the button that would randomly roll numbers. And he goes, Mm -hmm. we'll do a series of 30 tests. So I want you to get as high of numbers as you can. So I rolled and I got all the low numbers 30 times Mm -hmm. in a row. And he goes, okay, well, I'm going to ask you to get the lowest numbers that you can. And I rolled 30 times and I got all the high numbers. Higher numbers. Mm. Yeah. You're, Holy you're, smokes. Your brain is how, set up for, for failure. Yeah. <laughs> Sabotage. That's how powerful we are. We literally, mm. if we go, I'm unlucky, I can't do money, I can't, then we will literally bend all of the universe to that. To prove our point. Uh-huh. Now flip it the other way, though. Now mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm one of the luckiest people I know. Mm-hmm. And you, like, can, oh, you can fake it until you make it, right? You just keep saying it and pretending it and pretending it until it becomes true. <laughs> yeah. well, for me, I had to actually unlock, um, we have a saying in Access, what if every wrongness of you is a strongness of you? Mm-hmm. So I had to look at these things that I had decided were fundamentally wrong about me. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I dove in and, and, could acknowledge the greatness of me Mm. I couldn't ever go back to believing that I was pathetic or Mm. wrong I was like wow so my if if I'm wrong with money what I realized was that I had a great strength with money yes and I just had to flip it yes yeah and and if I'm bad at getting parking spots I actually have a capacity to get parking spots and I do all the time people are like Cassie should drive because she'll get us parking spots. <laughs> <laughs> I was always good with parking spots. Like I just yeah. believe that I'm going to find a parking spot and I always do. <laughs> yeah, that was your reality. That's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, there are some things like when I play tennis and I have to play and I have to receive and I'm playing on the left. I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know how I'm going to get this. And then I was like, Deb, just flip it, flip it, flip it. But there's that fear <laughs> about how, how because your brain is so used to saying since I was a kid, I was like, I'm not good with my backhand, but it's not true. I am good at my backhand, but because yeah. I've been telling myself that. So it's improving. <laughs> oh, yes. you see, I'm faking it until I'm making it. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I'm less afraid. I'm less afraid also of failure because when I used to be kind of like how I felt like I was in the stuck in this corner, like, and oh, I'm, I'm going to fail. And so what if you fail? So what if you hit the ball and it goes somewhere else? Doesn't matter. Don't be afraid to hit the ball. Yeah, what if feeling doesn't make you a failure? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but since I was like, I think seven or eight, it was like, oh, you know, the backhand, but that story is not so powerful anymore. So it's slowly disintegrating. Very cool. Yeah. Every now and then it pops up, but then I, you know, I just breathe and I was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure one day I'm going to like be great at it. Yes. <laughs> I'm working towards that. <laughs> so it's like, you see what I'm saying is like, we do this with everything, almost everything in your life. It's like you decide. I know for listeners listening out there, it might sound like far-fetched or so, because if you, you're feeling that you're stuck in a situation, and you just think, well, it's easy for you to say, you just change your mind, but like, try it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you just try it like a little bit at a time, just think about it. If you've been uh, having a belief for 20, 30 years, it's not going to go just if you, if you change your mind once or twice, you got to be consistent, consistent, consistent. You giving this same um, signal to your brain so that after some time, the brain's like, oh, okay, that's the no new normal. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, for me, when I'm doing some self-work, I'm like a, a wrist, a list maker. Like I like to write down and not yeah. everyone likes to do that, but there's something like kinesthetic for me and I'll write down. So an example would be like, um, where am I terrible with money? And I'd like mm. write down every single thing. Right. And, um, anything that's true for you, even if it's negative is going to have mm. a sense of lightness. Okay? okay. Anything not true for you, even if it's positive is going to have a sense of contraction around it. There's something, there's a lie in there somewhere. This is mm -hmm. like the greatest lie detector of all time. <laughs> I wish oh, I had yeah. growing up. Yeah. So, so if it's light, um, like, so I always, always use my two years ago, I think it's two years ago now, right after Christmas, my, um, biological father died. Now it's mm. light because it's true. It's not mm. positive and happy and people can misidentify what that means. It's not, mm. it's just like, it's true. Mm. But if I said to you, he still has a body right now, you can study heavy. That. Uh, yeah. Okay. So now you, you write down. Yeah. So you take this list and you write down like, where am I like awful with money? And you're going to write all the, down those things. And then mm. one by one, I want you to look at does, is it light for you? Hmm. Cause that only means it's true. It doesn't mean it's positive or negative. It means it's true. Okay. Mm. If it's not true, then it's, you're like me who bought a lie. That's literally bending this reality to make it true. And mm. you could go, well, that's not true about me. And I'm not going to feed this anymore. Mm. I'm not going to tell myself this story anymore. And I'm not mm. going to let anyone else tell me this story anymore. I'm going to let it go. You could cross it off. You can like rip it up, like whatever, like works for you to kind of clear out those points of view. And if they come up again, it's okay. And you go, you know what? Stop. I'm not, mm. I'm not going to judge myself for that. Cause it's not true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know what? Um, I'm just, this thought just came into my head. Now, when we are born, we are babies. We come here with no point of view, really nothing. You're just like there, you you're not even making sounds at that stage. You just need milk and blah, 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 right? These things are happening. And as we get older, we start to um, obviously take on our parents' points of views, the surroundings' points of views, the survival points of views. And so from that time onwards, we start to establish our reality. And it doesn't make it 
the truth. It just makes it the truth from your point of view. So anything in your life, anything, it does, I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. Anything in your life, you can change it. Yeah. Because you came here with zero. Yeah. And then you just collect it. And that's what I love about access consciousness, because the very first bar that you run is about letting go of all these patterns. Yeah. That it's not yours. You just let go, let go, let go. And so if you can see the possibility that, oh, yeah, to begin with, I took it all on. And now I I don't like the outcome of these points of views that I've been carrying for the last 20, 30 years, 40, 50 years. What will happen if I change them? Most of us don't realize that we have even that choice. Most of us, I I was number one when I was in my 20s. I did not know that I could choose differently. I didn't even know that I was just running on some program. So, you know, that's why there are so many people like us. We have these talks. I don't care if one or two people listen to the podcast, but if one is supposed to listen to it so that you can know you have the power to choose because that's your way out. (laughs) like if you've created yeah if you've created a reality that you don't like that's giving you pain and suffering I guarantee it you can change it 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 really doesn't matter what it is because every all the suffering and pain that we've created and even if somebody did something that uh created that pain and suffering for you you still have the ability to choose you always have the ability to choose and the moment you understand that because you have to go very deep within yourself to understand where you created those points of views and why you created them and most of them I have to say we we uh we took them on because they had a positive effect on us at some point in time but then you know as we grew older it didn't help us anymore so always be kind to yourself because you, we're doing the best we can with the information that we have until you hear better information you know, it's always about when you hear better information, where you hear better. And what does that mean? It just means like you have a choice. You can literally take yourself out of misery. If it's money that's causing, like there are some people, they don't need money to be happy. They're just happy. If it's money that's causing you to be unhappy, if it's relationships, if it's jobs, careers, education, you name it, whatever it is, you have a choice. And yeah. as soon as you understand that and you take the responsibility for that, you're already on your way. Yes. Because you are, you know, we have no idea how amazing we are, how powerful we are. And it's just like, you just explain it so beautifully. It's like these deep points of views that we have, like you said, used to uh, think that, oh, that's just how it is for me. That's I'm unlucky, da, da, da. And you didn't even know you were running with that until it creates pain and suffering. And then like, I need to do something about this. Yeah. I What I thought was this reality shows you what it shows you and you base the point of view on it like I thought it mm-hmm. came first ah um, yeah. so that's <laughs> another it, one exactly yeah. right so I was like no so if anyone would like argue that I was unlucky or something like that I would say no listen I I'm like this is just what I've gained from the universe showing me my place in life and my place is down here you know and mm-hmm. um I love how you just can I tell this little story yes of course yeah, yeah anything you talked, yeah you talked about coming into the world and being this kind of like baby you have no point of view and you're collecting yeah. right so um I had I had always this little thing in my world about I have to hide my money like I have mm-hmm. to um kind of like keep it on the keep it on the DL like don't really talk about it like just kind of hide it 
Now, my parents never said anything like that to me. Like there was never a conversation that I can recall. There's no memory of it, but there was this overall energy. And um, so then when I, and I just loved having money as a kid. So if, you know, you get like a two, $2 for your birthday or Christmas, I would just collect it. And my sisters would spend their money right away. They're like, oh, and people would ask me, what are you saving up for? And I'm like, oh, I'm not saving up for anything. I just like it. Like I just liked money. <laughs> like having it yeah. and maybe felt you maybe you felt safe with that right who knows yeah. well the vibration of it is the vibration of money can massively contribute to your body and your life and I knew mm. this somehow without knowing that I knew this this is like so I just like to have that vibration around me well my a friend had come over found my money she stole it oh yeah then later on, my mom found out I had money. We were like, I had talked about poor. So she said, I need to use your money mm. for groceries. So my money, like people kept, every time they found I had money, they took my money. So that, that mm. first point of view, like I was saying is I needed to hide my money. I decided that that was because people had taken my money. So I built the point of view. Does that make sense? Mm. When came first, I built the point of view. That's how I thought it was. Now yeah. I'm, now I'm doing the access consciousness stuff. And they keep saying mm. your point of view creates your reality. This reality doesn't mm. create your point of view. Yes. This one. Oh, does that work? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but, but this one, I was so little. I didn't have a point of view. I'm, I'm like just mm. defending this in my world. Mm. Right? Mm. So one day I'm driving, I'm taking a drive and I'm driving to my hometown. I don't live there anymore. And I'm going to go see family. And I started to think of, I'm like, yeah, it's so interesting that my hometown has a, a large amount of millionaires that live there. But, mm. and this is the thought that went in my head. I'm like, but it's weird because they all hide that they have money. Huh. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. So my point of view is we are all these psychic receivers of energy. Okay. Of mm -hmm. And it's not mm -hmm. limited to the house that you're in. It's the it can go out environment. To person. yeah yeah so, so then I, I like it lit up my whole world so that's true for you will make you lighter right I was like oh my god was I a when I came in and I grew up in this town full of millionaires that hide their money did I did I like was I aware of that overarching energy yes. of we need to hide our money so then I bought that point of view is real which created it as my reality. And then this yes. reality, it validated you're correct because people will steal your money. Yes. So I was. So was you manifested life. that even at five years old or however young you were. Yeah. I yeah. did. Yeah. 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 But, but, and it was so like it, the moment I acknowledged it, something like energetically broke. I could feel like this mechanism that I'd been functioning from went. <sighs> And then I'm like, yeah. after I just like, I don't have to hide my money. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. It wasn't even my point of view. So like that list, I'm like, that's not even my point of view. Yeah. That you have that's, to hide money. That's incredible. I, I kind of have something a little bit similar to that in that I was born and raised in South Africa in Cape Town in the 70s. And, mm -hmm. uh, and during the 70s, uh, um, South Africa had the apartheid system. So there was segregation, mm. people of different skin colors and so on and so on. And I didn't really know anything about it, but I was born into that. <clears throat> and I remember when I got older and understood things and learned a little bit of the history, there was this thing in the air about um, like, you know, if you 
if you were darker skin color, or then you wouldn't be able to achieve anything because you know how they just, the government at that time just tried to keep people of color, like in a kind of a certain, um, how can I say it? That is uh, financial, like you can, you don't make that much money. You don't have an education and so on. And I remember when I was, when I was got older, like, I just wanted to prove them wrong. I just wanted to prove them wrong. <laughs> and, but the thing is, the problem with that was that my self-worth was attached to that, trying to prove myself that I'm not this thing that they wanted me to be. And, you know, when I stopped that, I, it was such a relief because I don't care about their point of view. Only my point of view is valuable. <laughs> and it made me free from that. And, you know, I didn't really suffer or it wasn't such a big deal. Like, like I think a lot of people can, can suffer with that. But like you have to know that you have a choice and you can choose differently. And when I chose that that point of view is not mine, I came in when that point of view was the people around me, but it's not mine. Yeah. And I became free from that. And so I didn't feel the need to achieve things anymore, to prove myself that, and I love my skin color. And it's like, there's so many benefits, you know, to having a dark skin. And so, and so I embraced it. But in the past, when I was growing up there, I always felt like I was, you have to prove yourself that you're good enough or that you belong in a certain status or that you, you know, whatever that is. And none of it was real. I'm so grateful to myself that I understood that, that I had that choice and doesn't touch you. And also, I think more than that for me, it was not blaming anybody. It was nobody's fault. There was yeah. nobody at fault. It's just, I changed my point of view. It's very simple, very easy. And like, like how you said, it was light and I knew it was right. It was just light. nobody to blame just as long as I become free because I choose to be free from that point of view. And that's that people made when, when I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> You know, yeah. yeah. And so it's very powerful. So empowering. Thank you for saying all that because yeah, if we are going out there and like they can, they did it to us or they're going to fix it for us. Yeah. yeah. There's no, they, no, there's no, they, it's just me. <laughs> there's just me and what I choose in my point of view and how I choose to see the world because how I, my point of view creates my experience. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And just like you said, you know, when you changed your point of view about that with the money and the hiding, it changed. Yeah. It's the same. So you can use it. It doesn't have, like I said, if you're listening out there, people, it doesn't have to just be with money or relationships. It can be with anything. Like if you feel anything in your life, like you feel like a victim or somebody did something to you, you can flip it because you are the most powerful being in the whole universe. It's like, like Cassie said something so beautiful. She said, like, basically you are bending the whole universe to fit into your point of view like that. You, can't you see what you're doing? Like you can do such great things, you know? <laughs> like instead of choosing powerful. the shit, like can we just, you, you know, just get something great and bend this whole motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I just want you to know that you're magic and like we're talking to the magical Cassie here today you know and everything about it is magic and I I'm so grateful to you and I want you to know that the world is grateful to you because when you changed your mind you gave an opportunity for all of us to change our mind with your being and with the work that you're doing and just with who you are right for your family for your children for your community 
And so, you know, when you decide to change and to live your life as if by magic, then the whole universe changes. Isn't that amazing? Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> wait, and um, wait, we have to talk a little bit about the Money Ma uh, Miraculous membership because this, this is something really, really cool. It's very simple. It's It doesn't take a lot of your time. Um, but Cassie, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So um, I wanted to create something that uh, wasn't like heavy and significant. You know, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people can go that way with money. Like it's like, oh, okay. And I need to learn about it. I need to learn about finance or whatever. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in money, learn about money. I, I, it, I'm not saying that that's not valuable, um, but I wanted to create something that had the lightness and the play with money that I've experienced and that I kind of uncovered, you know, yeah. this um, magical engagement that you can have with the energy of money and how it can really contribute to your life and your body, but also like what you want to create in the future, you know, mm -hmm. um, for me, uh, the same thing, like it didn't require, I got to a place where I didn't require to prove wealth proved money. It didn't actually have anything to do with my value anymore. I realized mm. like my, yes. I could, have, yeah, I could have no money and be and so still feel valuable. Yeah, yeah. that's it. But exactly. And there's certain things I'd like to create in the world and will money make it faster? Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course. And yeah, exactly. And, and like I had talked about that, having that vibration of money, even as a kid in my world, I could perceive how it expanded my possibility, my, my universe. Um, mm. So I wanted to create something that was like on the fun side, the light side, the joyful side. And so what we do is we meet once a month, we do mm. energy work. Uh, we do clearings on some of these kinds of points of view, like we're talking about. Mm. And, um, and then we kind of do some kind of activity and it's changing. Like every month I'm kind of like, what are we going to do? What are we yeah. going to do? So last month, uh, well, August, we had done um, these experiences. So we chose different experiences to um, engage our body with, with wealth, uh, like with wealth and a vibration that we're not currently kind of living in. You know, mm -hmm. um, I don't go out to like fine dining every night or every, I do, but it's not like something that's constant you have me. to do like yeah. if it comes it's great if it doesn't come it's great exactly yeah. and so it was like going and having these experiences but then really taking notice of what came up for me and and mm. how how was my body during that and for me I actually have this um relaxation that shows up with my body it's really mm. interesting other people they feel really tight and tense and like they don't belong so it's kind of it's a really cool experience because then you go okay so what is that and then we can clear out the tight and the tense mm. and then with the relaxation it can be like oh what was your body receiving and so we do every month we do something kind of different and fun you can participate in it or not really just depending on you know your schedule and yes. what's fun for you but it's light yeah. and it's fun and it and and we get to talk with other people that are, aren't afraid to talk about money. Cause I always wanted yes. to talk about money. Like, yeah. like it was interesting to me and yeah. there's kind of, depending on your group of friends or pe there's kind of like, Oh, we're not, we shouldn't really talk about money. Mm. Like, Everybody has their own point of view about money. It's one of those things, man. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like sex. Yes. Oh my God. Sex and money. Oh yeah. People uh -oh. don't want to talk about it. Keeping it under the, under the, 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> I have it. I don't have it. I'm doing it. I'm not doing it. Okay. <laughs> right. It's wrong. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things like people I want to talk about. Everybody knows you need it. Yeah. Like both of that, you need yeah. it, but like, you know, <laughs> like without it, you're not going to procreate. Humans are going to go extinct and without it, you're not going to be able to eat and pay your bills. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, it's a little bit of a taboo subject. And I love, um, I personally love the, this miraculous group because, you know, it's nice to have a group where you can be heard and when you can hear others, because sometimes in the hearing of others, you can hear yourself and things get triggered within yourself. That's perhaps somebody else is going through. So there's a learning and it's not like an invasive learning. It's like you can be on the sideline if you want, like you said, or you can be fully engaged, whatever, to whatever extent you want to have it. Um, as that's what I like about it. So I'll tell you a little uh, experience that I had personally, because I joined this group with Cassie. And, you know, um, it was, it's great, but she gave us an exercise to do. And one of the exercises was to write down how much money you want to make a, a month and how much money you would need. And so, and so, you know, I'm, I did it because I like to do my homework. I'm a very good student. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, literally, I'm not even kidding you, man. Boom. The first month I made that money. Like, and I was just like, what the? But right <laughs> and then and then in the and then I was like yeah okay then when we got to the middle of the month and I was thinking about the next month already and I was like oh yeah there's no way I make this month next month guess what I did it again, did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh okay I get it so yeah. it's a very simple thing but it can be very profound and not to say like it's not to say that it was great that you made that money it's not about the money it's about that you change your point of view and it's about how Cassie explained it like the whole universe is going to bend yeah to your point of view you just were not perhaps aware of the point of view that you had and and a lot of times and I'll sneak this in there and when it comes to money and stuff like that we literally take on our family's point of view, in particularly with money, because when we're little, money decides whether you have food or not. Money can decide whether you have safety, shelter or not. So money is a big deal. So we um, take on the point of view of the parents and the surroundings and the environment that we grow up when we're little and because we are so vulnerable at that age. And so we don't even know that we're running with that story, but a lot of times we want to keep that point of view because we think that that allows us to belong to our family yeah. and it couldn't be further from the truth. So watch out where your point of views are coming from. Like I said, most of the time they're coming from a place of love. They're coming from a good place, but it's the wrong thing. Yeah. Just like how Cassie said, does it feel heavy or light? Because the universe will never want you to to be um, in discomfort or, you know, in um, not safe. And so you never have to think that you have to feel all this stuff so that you can belong anyway. Yeah. It's like, but that's what we do because we want to belong first and foremost to our family. So a lot of these things come from so deep. Yep. And when you recognize that you can say, well, you know what? It was great. It was fine. But now it's time to change. Now yeah. it's time to have fun with money. Now it's time to be relaxed with money. Now it's time for, for ease and flow with money, like to breathe. And you will actually feel as you open up, like your chest, your lungs, you'll be able to breathe better when you're not so tight 
it could be with relationships, money, whatever the case might be. Because we're talking here about perhaps money today, but it's it's across the board for anything that you're creating that's not that you're not happy with that doesn't have a good outcome for you, right? And so anyway, but that was my personal little uh, thing. It was literally like blew my little mind. And I think for me with money, because I come from a background of yoga and meditation. So and also before before that, you know, in the, in Christianity, like, you know, you, you won't get to the kingdom of God. It's very hard for a rich man. <laughs> to get to the wow. kingdom of God and, and and the money is evil but it's them so when you go back and really read the scriptures properly it's the love of money and like Cassie said something interesting too see once you have ease and flow with yourself money comes with ease and if even if you don't have it you still have that ease because your safety and security doesn't come from money it comes from you you are your own safety and security and when you know that then you bend the universe to bring you what you need to create your vision like if there's something that you want just like Ashley Cassie said there might be projects you want to you want to start you want to do and so you need some money for that so you just bend the universe to bring you that on a platter a gold platter gold platter yes <laughs> and so basically don't be confused if you have fear the fear is not money's not going to solve it and that's the other thing that Cassie said you can have them millionaires out there but they are so fearful they are not happy so it's the money is not bringing you peace and happiness and joy. You are peace, happiness and joy. And, you know, when you know that, then you can attract whatever you need to create what it is you want to create in the world. And there's yeah. nothing else really to create except to say, to help people to wake up. Like, mm. like this might seem so, you know, simple what you're talking about, but it's profound and it's so deep. And if you even get like just a little bit of this, you're going to start to change your entire life. And that's huge. Yeah. You can go from pain and suffering to joy, happiness, and freedom. You know, that is so, money is such a great way to, you know, find those like sore spots. You know, when someone's yeah. like massaging you and you're like, oh, there's, I didn't even know I had that sore spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is one of the reasons I, I like to engage with because it's, as I clear my points of view around money, I notice my space of being has gotten greater. Mm. But it has nothing to do with money. It's just that I was using money in this weird way, or I was being this way, and it was locked in. And then when I unlock it, I'm having more of me. Yes. Um, yeah. And then money, yeah, money wants to come to your joy party. You don't get money and <laughs> have a joy party. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, money wants to come to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Money's like, oh my God, I want to go to her. She's fun. Oh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because exactly. I always knew I always knew I didn't need to be rich or wealthy to be happy. I knew that that was true. Um, and I think a lot of people on the planet know that that's true. And it is true. You don't. And, um, you know, just a couple of years ago, there there's this beautiful like old growth um, place on Vancouver Island that that's close to where I live in Canada. And the government um, used to have like a protective uh, contract over it. And then they took it off and they were like, loggers, go ahead. These are like 2000 year old trees. Oh my God. And I was like, if I had the money right now, I'd buy it. Yeah. Just to protect the trees. Yeah. And I wouldn't do yeah, it. So things, yeah. So things like that, if you had the money, you would, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, for me, part of my, my financial targets and my wealth building is 
how much fun can I have? It's not the big, like significant things. It's just like, how much Mm. fun can I have? And how can I nurture my body? But it's also my awareness of creating a different world, Mm. you know? So now you take, so you have one like me who would buy that. How many people, how many, how many people that are awakening on this planet that desire to create a greater world? Imagine that it flipped. Imagine they became the billionaires, the trillionaires. What would Mm. the world be like? The world would be fantastic. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's what we're moving towards, yeah. literally, just, you know, being that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Amazing. I love it. Cassie, it was so wonderful to have you, to talk to you. Like, I've had so much fun talking yeah. to you. And I'm hoping that our listeners got some things that they can use out of it. And uh, we're going to put everything, Cassie's uh, information at the bottom of this podcast. You can reach out to her. The Money Miraculous membership is fantastic. It's not expensive and it's not invasive. And like I said, and I love how Cassie also said, like if you're in the group, you know, there might be a little spot that you didn't know you had and maybe it'll come out and just, you know, small. It doesn't have to be something big. It doesn't have to be overwhelming, um, but I highly recommend it. And uh, Cassie, thank you. Thank you so much. And you are just beautiful and so many possibilities. I just love it. (laughs) Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. And thank you for coming into my life because I'm so grateful. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Lots of love to you. Take care. (laughs) Bye. Bye.